Cincinnati Good day and welcome to the Cincy Slangin' Bearcat Basketball Podcast. I'm Coomer, joined as always by Hummer. Hummer, what's up, buddy? Coomer, it's a great day to be a Cincinnati Bearcats basketball fan. Indeed it is, Scottish Robot Hummer. Thank you for subbing in for the real Hummer. Today we are joined by Melvin the Helicopter Levitt. He joined us to talk about the basketball tournament. This is a five-on-five, winner-take-all tournament that started back in 2014. There have been six champions in its history. 2020 is going to be their seventh champion. Now, with COVID-19, you'd expect, eh, may not happen. That's not the case. Instead of a 64-team tournament, They have whittled it down to 24 teams. That's where we come in as Bearcat fans, as a podcast, and that's where Melvin Levitt comes in. He, as the GM of this team, is working to recruit former Bearcat players to put together a roster that can win this tournament. The grand prize for winning this tournament is $2 million. We wanted to hear about who he has on the team, who he's recruiting, how he's doing it. There's so much to talk about. We had a blast talking to him about it. Can't wait for you to hear it. Without further ado, Melvin Levitt. We are now joined by a Bearcat legend. And I'm not saying that word lightly. I mean legend. We are now joined by Bearcat great Melvin Levitt, coach and GM and I guess multiple hats for the TBT Bearcat Jam team. Melvin, thank you very much for joining the Cincy Slang and Bearcat Basketball Podcast. Well, thank you guys for having me. Um, it's exciting to be a part of uh, a new way of uh, actually connecting with people. Uh, this is my third or fourth opportunity to be able to do a Zoom cast meeting, so to speak, you know, I'm in education. So we've been doing these kind of things to end the school year. So this is an exciting way to touch base, but at the same time, man, I'm excited to talk to you guys. I've been seeing you socially. Uh, you guys got some things going on as far as a nice following and, and things like that. So I've been excited to touch base. Appreciate we that. actually tried to, Coomer wouldn't let me do this when we first started. I wanted to use your famous inquire photo uh, with the infamous overstretched dunk. Uh, and he, he shut me down citing that he didn't want us to, to get a cease and desist from the inquire for using that photo. <laughs> it's all right. Well, maybe, uh, we'll do you one better. Hold on. Look at that. There it is. There we go right there. Cincinnati can't do Cincinnati inquire. can't do anything about that right there, man. That's officially mine. It ain't going nowhere. Uh, Autographed and all. And there's the golf cart, too. Love so, it. Might have, to, might have to think about trying to get you guys a couple of those over there so you can rep hard for me. Hey, we'll trade you. We got a couple shirts we want to get you. So if you send us one of those, we'll definitely reciprocate with, with some Cincy slang and swag, uh, especially for joining the podcast. We appreciate it. No doubt. Um, we'll have fun with that, man, and we'll rep it hard. Yeah, I, absolutely. So, you know, I've seen you actually on, on Twitter. You've been sharing quite a bit of uh, – old swag, some of the classic vintage 
uh, apparel from back in your day with playing with the Bearcats. Right now, a lot of your a lot of your action on Twitter seems to be creating some excitement and some fundraising and some engagement around the Bearcat Jam team. Where do you stand right now in terms of getting that team officially registered on the basketball tournament, which today announced that they are moving forward with the tournament. They are making some changes. It's going to all be in one location, but we're all excited to see the Bearcat Jam team potentially get in that tournament. How do we make that happen? Well, um, first and foremost, man, you touched on a, a, a important note to start out. You know, in order to get it registered and get eligible for this tournament, you know, the fans um, play a major, major role in this. You know, there's three criterias, you know, for the TBT basketball tournament. You know, one being the quality of your team, uh, the other being the reliability of your team and guys showing up. But then the biggest thing is, uh, again, your fan base. Uh, your TBT fan base has got to be big. You got to have a following. Uh, so that's what, you know, we're trying to do right now to, to build this. You know, over the last several years, you've had groups, you know, been a part of this tournament that's been able to kind of grow their support, you know, with boosters and, you know, all kind of things. So with us just really getting this started, you know, we're hoping for the same type of thing in the next couple of years. But that's for right now for what we've been able to do and generate the buzz we've been able to generate just by what we've been doing. We're hoping, again, uh, that people will chime in to what's going on here in these next seven to ten days and help us get qualified. Um, a big-time roster, you know, again, would help this cause as far as getting it um, registered and eligible. But I think um, a mixture of your guys as far as your talent goes, you know, um, whether if it's at the college level just ending overseas or at the pro level. Some teams get uh, published due to the fact that their team star power. Um, but again, also they get, you know, uh, registered because again, of their fan base and their following because the TBT can rely on that group of people to be there. You know, they don't want people uh, or teams, so to speak, saying who's going to be there and not show up. So that's why it's in a major part for the fans to get involved. But for us, um, we have a few few major announcements, you know, about our roster, some great, you know, new additions from 2018. I think that should bolster our chance a little bit more with the TBT this uh, 2020. Melvin, that's a nice tease. We're going to, who's, who are these big name drops? Who are the big announcements? Who's going to be on this squad? Are, are we, are we diving right into that right now? I mean, why not? The thing I think about, you know, fan engagement is great, but we're living in the, in the world of COVID-19 right now. So in terms of fans traveling to actually see this event, that's, that's true. You that's know what? That's, that's absolutely likely. true. That's absolutely true. And uh, with the pandemic, obviously, and the quarantine basketball event, uh, there will no be there will not be fans there in attendance. Uh, which you know, I think again for uh, for the event, you know, they kind of maybe throws a little damper on it. But at the same time, I think guys are really excited. I think the TBT is really excited to still put this event on. Uh, and if you remember. The early basketball tournaments, man, started with only 17 fans. So yeah. it, it doesn't matter, you know, if there's nobody there, you know, for the TBT. The TBT is going to do its thing. They're going to run it, and they're going to run a, a great event. Uh, we just wish that, you know, Bearcat Nation could have been there with us. So what I'm going to do real quick, before, before we do drop these, these announcements about the roster, because I am going to pull that information out of you, um, let's make sure folks who are listening to this who may not be familiar with the tournament actually – know what we're talking about. So TBT 
stands for the basketball tournament. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a basketball tournament uh, that started as a way for, if, if correct me on anything I'm wrong about, but non-NBA players, former high-level college players, uh, foreign players, folks who have played abroad, uh, teams were created to basically get in this tournament and compete for a million-dollar prize to the winning team. Um, yes. And, and it's grown over the years. They've got some unique rules. They're adopting some of the international rules. They play with the Elam ending, which is one of my favorite components of this whole thing, which is uh, finishing with a target score rather than an actual uh, run clock running down to zero. Just a really interesting tournament. Obviously, guys who uh, aren't at the, you know, playing in the NBA level with these massive million dollar contracts. So you guys, you just have hungry players going out on the court, competing for a million bucks for their team. And then when you attach the pride and, and spirit that comes with supporting a university, and university-themed teams, it's just a highly competitive, high level of basketball that's a little bit off the beaten path of your normal college, uh, abroad, or NBA level. And that's that's what it's about, and that's what's unique and creative about the basketball tournament, is that you know it's not so much about the big name guy. You know, you can you got nine to fivers uh, that participated in this tournament the last couple of years, and you've had some teams with some guys with some undersized people. And undersized names come from some undersized programs as well, if you want to consider that, uh, do very well in this tournament. So that's what makes it unique. You know, guys are hungry. Again, it's not about the team that you play college for, although alumni teams are accepted and it's good to be with your alumni group. But you can play with any group. You know, any guy from any university can go join any team, you know, out of respect uh, for that group uh, or of knowing someone with that group personally. So again, that's what makes it again, a fun opportunity. Guys from every level get a chance to see um, what their skill level is still like. Uh, some still get a chance to compete, you know, at a high level. And some get a chance to finally see what they can do at a high level. So again, the tournament provides, man, a, a wide variety, you know, of, of different things that I think people should get interested in. I think the summers is going to get bigger. You know, with the TBT going forward, you know, the sponsors that keep coming involved each summer uh, are getting bigger and bigger. So, uh, and then the teams as well. Um, there are going to be some teams, man, won't make this tournament. Um, we may be one of them. Um, we want to be a part of this field, but with there only being 24 teams now, uh, it's going to be really hard, you know, for a lot of groups that prepared, you know, to put teams together uh, to get into this tournament. So that's why fans – if they want to see Bearcat Jam, you want to see your favorite Cincinnati alumni basketball players, you need to go to the tournament. You need to register as a fan. You need to support the team. Roster is coming. Roster is being produced. Um, teams are showing up right now as we speak. New teams are being introduced. So the roster thing as far as getting it published and produced um, now is of an importance to us. Um, but really it hasn't been because – We've had time to deliver those messages. But, you know, to get people more excited about it, to get them more in tune to what's going on, we'll go ahead and announce a few of those here. Hummer? Well, well, something that, you know, this is something I think might get some Bearcat fans riled up if we point this out. Last year's winner was actually the Ohio State alumni. And that's unacceptable, guys. For us as Bearcat fans, you know, we need 
we need support because we need the Bearcats to have an opportunity to knock those defending champions off that pedestal. You know, take the V out of Ohio State and, and put <laughs> that back here in the Cincinnati University of Cincinnati. Um, you know, and, and let's not forget, it's free. You can go to the Bearcat, Bearcat Jam. You go to the tournament.com. It's free, and you can share in a slice of the winnings. It's one of the only tournaments where, as a fan, you get to share in the glory as more than just a fan. And real quick, you know, Melvin, I can tell you're ready to drop some of these names and give us some, give us the goods with respect to who's actually on the team. And then I want to ask you about some guys too, and see maybe where that may lead. Um, I am excited about the basketball tournament for you, for anyone else who may be participating, because obviously we can't get fans in the arena this year because of COVID, but everybody's desperate right now to watch any kind of sports. We just watched this last weekend, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson played golf with two very old quarterbacks who aren't that good at golf and millions of people were tuning in across the United States. Right. Yes. Yes. The basketball tournament by announcing this and saying, Hey, we're going to play this thing. Still going to be broadcast. There's a huge opportunity for massive ratings for the basketball tournament and the profiles of all of these players who potentially enter. So as a GM, a guy who's putting together the Bearcat jam roster, are you able to leverage the fact that this tournament's likely going to have many more eyeballs than it's had in the past as a way to lure out some of the maybe higher level Bearcat talent who may have not considered this tournament before? Well, um, that's, that's true. Um, and we have been shooting for the moon uh, with some of our uh, recruiting and stuff like that. We're trying to get those uh, really, really higher up echelon guys, you know, that's been that NBA ready uh, pedigree, pedigree behind their name. Um, and yes, you know, there will be a lot of attention um, on this tournament this summer because, again, everybody's itching, you know, for basketball to get back on. Everybody was, is itching for, you know, just sports, you know, in general and just to feel a sense of normalcy, period. Um, so, you know, with that, we are trying to leverage that a little bit to, again, gain some, some, some more attention, you know, to our roster from, you know, a lot of the guys that, again, that we saw take it, you know, to the next level. You know, we know uh, with some of the NBA stuff that's getting ready to really start back up, you know, some guys on NBA teams, obviously NBA rosters, you know, won't be able to participate. But, you know, those guys on the cuffs of the G League, you know, and uh, higher level overseas, you know, we're looking to, you know, hopefully, you know, snatch a couple of those guys uh, before, you know, things really get going for them, you know, respectively. Um, digging right in, man, um, you know, I've been in talks with this guy for a couple years now, um, but really like him um, as an individual and trying to get him involved, you know, is, with his athleticism. I think he'd have brought a different punch to our team in 18. But, you know, Deion Dixon uh, is a guy that, you know, I've been in contact with, you know, uh, to come play in that backcourt, you know, uh, for us. Um, Kane Broom, you know, is another individual that I've been in close contact with uh, about this situation. You know, we need, people to distribute. Also, we need some people to be some playmakers. Um, round three, or should I say round 3.0 is his name. Uh, Justin Jennifer is really, really excited, you know, about this opportunity to maybe join this group. Uh, he's been a guy that's really been asking about dates and things like that, as all these guys are, because again, they're trying to line up things uh, with their respective situations that they're in. Uh, Farah Cobb, you know, shooting from Brazil. 
You know, we want to bring that flamethrower into the situation too because you know you need some guys to knock down some shots, you know. And hopefully Dion, you know, if he comes, you know, he's, he can work that jump shot for us. If Farag signs on, you know, that'll be that, that jump shot shooter that, again, that you need uh, in situations like this because the basketball tournament, man, if you watched it, it's about matchups, you know. And if you can create a certain matchup in certain entities in certain fashions, you're going to be very successful. And what Ohio State did, is Ohio State created a roster that was hard for people to match up with in the half court. You know, they spreaded you out with Buford. Um, Kraft kind of did his thing at the point guard with distributing and creating. Um, Lighty was out there on the wing with, you know, dribble penetration, things like that. Uh, Diebler also stretched the floor for them. But then on the inside, man, they got to throw it in to Sully, you know, and the guy's going to maybe beat me up for not remembering his name, but he was the hung he was the hero. The reason why they won the whole tournament, he was an undersized kid, I think at like six foot three, six four, but he was a bowling ball. Oh, is that Will, you know William I mean? Buford, maybe? Uh, no, not Buford. Buford's the shooter, okay. but the other guy, I forget his name, he's an undersized guy, but okay. he was the reason they won the tournament because of his undersized, skillful post play. He misused guys at the six foot eight level because he was undersized and he had good feet, he could pump fake and he could score. Yep. So that was the difference in Ohio State, being able to throw it inside, then toss it out to create. So in looking at our team, you know, I was looking at trying to do the same thing. Being able to throw it inside, but yet toss it out to create, break teams down, you know, and on defense, you know, create a little havoc. Um, got a big one here. Um, obviously a returner. You know, I love Corian Taterberry, man. He's going to be our anchor, you know, on the middle. Literally. Uh, he's a great, Literally. He's a great he's a kid, man. man. Huge man. Great. Uh, uh, yeah, man. And his hands, his hands, I think, are bigger. <laughs> I think his hands have gotten bigger. But at the same time, man, Coriante is a, a good individual. He's been somebody that I met long when he was here. And, you know, the connection is kind of still stuck, so to speak, more so than any other, you know, former player that I didn't play with. You know, and just go to show you the kind of guy, again, Coriante the Barry is. And he was one of the first to commit to this and want to be involved because I think he – really understands what the tournament is about. And I think he understands what this is about for me too. The connection, you know, coming back, you know, seeing guys again, playing with guys again, uh, representing the CPAW, you know, which, you know, everybody in this city I know loves. Um, Octavius Ellis, man. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, man. Is he committed? Is he officially I, 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 on the know, team? He better be on the team. I, I, got that, I got that message probably about two hours ago. And I have I have not been able to kind of stop side smiling, if yeah. you can see. <laughs> yes. Since, um, you know, Ak was a guy that was supposed to join us in 2018. Uh, but he was hurt right before the tournament started, and we had to replace him. Now, we had a great replacement in Yancey Gates. You know, that was that was great. But it, what, if, what if we could have both of them? Right. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what it, when, uh, we miss – with the 18 opportunity. But, you know, with this 2020 opportunity, we possibly can still see both of those guys. Uh, we're going to contact Gates and see what he's about, you know, if he wants to be a part of it. Octavius hey, Ellis. We're not, just, we're not just contacting Gates, though. We're, we're, we're putting no, no, it out no, there on no, the no, podcast yeah. right now. We're saying it. Yancey, where are you at? Get on this team. I mean, you know, if that's the case, man, I'm asking, and I'm on Instagram Live right now, too. I'm, I'm, I'm taping myself, so I'm going to pull this in real close. If you're asking where Yancey's at, I'm asking where all the Bearcats are at. 
right? Where are all you Bearcats? This is the ultimate opportunity for you to be involved in something so much bigger than you, right? But yet be able to, um, should I say, prosper in a sense from the opportunity. You got a chance to win some dollars. You got a chance to still be exposed, you know, to go overseas, G League, NBA, all those different opportunities, all right? But most of all, again, you get a chance to come back and represent what I thought you loved, all right? I thought you loved this Bearcat Paul right there, that Bearcat. You love that Bearcat right up. there? That's what's I love up. that Bearcat. You love the Bearcat I, Paul? I love that Bearcat right there. And it's nothing, it's nothing about nothing else for me in, in here, all right? Let me get my camera back. It's about nothing else for me, all right? I love this. I love UC. I love what I do. And I, I want guys to understand that this is what this is all about. Again, man, it's about the love for the C-Paul, the love for what we're doing, and the love of, of, of again, coming back and seeing guys like yourself, man, who, who, cheered, who cheered us guys on, you know, that kept us on that high pedestal, man, that kept us in a situation of uh, appreciation, so to speak, you know? No, we, I mean, we, we're diehard fans of the program for decades now. It's still surreal to me to be talking to, to people like you who I remember, I mean, I'm a kid in the arena watching you jump over the golf cart. Uh, we've talked many times on this podcast about watching from afar and, and seeing the replays because it was so late when we were kids of uh, your famous dunk against Duke, sending them home. Uh, this is a great way to connect to, to Bearcats, to great Bearcats of our, of our history, this basketball yes. tournament. That's what it's all about. So I, I love the names you've thrown out. So we got Justin Jennifer, Kane Broom, Dion Dixon, Octavius Ellis, Coriante DeBerry's already committed. Yancy Gates. You know, obviously the big man, you know, um, you know, the, the guy that I, I respect a lot, you know, I, I played with for several years and, you know, um, I watched him mature and grow into this complete, utterly dominant individual, you know, and he showed how dominant he was his last year of college basketball. Uh, but a big name like Kenyon Martin, man, you know, a, a guy whose, you know, number is retired in our building you know, who did so much for our program, who means so much to our program. That should show people alone, you know, just again, how serious this opportunity really is, how serious this tournament is, how credible our opportunity is. Again, if you, you think this is Fugazi basketball or bubblegum basketball, these names are not bubblegum basketball players. And I don't think they would appreciate you guys thinking that they're bubblegum. You know what I mean? I, I, was, I got into an exchange with a young man the other day about the 18 team, about being old. And I'm like, dude, I think half the TBT organization will take offense to that, uh, that quote because they're not all young guys just fresh out of college in the TBT. These are guys that are pros, 10, 5, 10 year. I just read Corey Bradford from uh, Illinois. 18-year pro career is playing in the tournament. He's got to be 40, what, 43? Did it? 44, maybe? <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Right. I mean, I'm not making fun of his age because I'm 44. That's what I'm saying. And I can still, and I can still dunk, and I still want to play. Uh, All right? But at the same time, again, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter about your age, man. It's about your pedigree. It's about your skill level. It's about, again, if you're hungry enough to go out here, you know, and, and get it done. Um, the champions, if you look at Ohio State team, Ohio State team is not the, the youngest team. You know what I mean? They got some young guys on their squad. But, again, 
you know, it's not about the youngest individuals. If you can mix your talent up with some, some, some good young guys, young legs, but then you got some spirited, skillful veterans, which I think make this tournament, man, you're going to have a good shot at going there. Yeah, I, just a, a couple more names. Historically, who have played in this tournament? Nate Robinson. Just signed on the day. Yeah, he's in this year, right? That's what I thought. I couldn't, I couldn't confirm it on the news. Nate Robinson has played. Jason Williams has played in years past. The tournament yep. is loaded with really high-level players. So let me ask you about some, some more Bearcats who, I, who, who just come, to, come across my mind. Sean Kilpatrick. You know, we, we've, been in, we've been in contact with, with Sean, uh, the, the killer. We've been in contact with, with Lance, the bull born ready. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been, again, we've been, in, we've been hitting those, those areas of guys that we really feel like that can really send this Bearcat Jam thing uh, to the moon and really put us in a situation of, of really, again, possibly winning this thing. I mean, I think what we can put together, we can win it. But with guys like that, man, star power like that, um, there's no denying this basketball team. There's no denying the team as far as getting registered and being pulled and selected. You know, there's no denying the team as far as the ability and athletic skills if those guys came apart. So, again, Kilpatrick, SK, 23. All right. Stevenson Lance, Lance Stevenson, born ready. Hey, man, I- I've sent you tweets. I've Instagrammed you, Facebooked you. All right, what else do you want me to do? I'm Zooming you now. All right, the copter is on Zoom right now. All right, come on, man. Answer me. Holler at me. Say no at least. But don't let this opportunity just go past, man, without at least giving it a shot or at least a thought. Going back to some players that we thought we would have, Ibrahima Thomas, um, he will be on a, a quarantine, actually, in Senegal, so he won't. He won't be able to join us. You know, Ibrahima was, you know, obviously going to be a part of 18 as well, uh, but end up signing with another group. Sheck Mulch, I think he just actually signed with the supper crew, which is okay, Sheck. There's no problem, man. I, I, there's no hard feelings there. We, you know, we're still Bearcats. We love you. Uh, but, again, this is what this is about. It's about business. You know what I mean? Guys are allowed to do what they want to do business-wise. And John Williamson did that last year by signing on – with uh, that team in Columbus, John Williamson that was on that team. Yeah, he and, he and he got a he made a good business deal because I only think he I think he played six minutes that whole tournament. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he got like check still cash got about seven got about seventy grand check still cash. You know what I mean? So yep. you know what I mean? So again, man, um, you know that was a great business decision for John to join that team last year. You know our team was in flux. You know we got kind of you know, bogged down with agent representation last year, and that kind of interfered with having to go through them to contact guys. This year it's much more free like it was in 18. So we're going after everybody, man, Um, and we're hoping uh, guys will really want this opportunity to join. But, again, going back to those guys up in Columbus, man, you know, they're the champs. Um, We wouldn't want no other opportunity other than to face them if we had to. You know, looking at some of the power rankings, they had us facing possibly them or actually looking at the revised um, rankings. We're probably going to face the Dayton scare team out of of Dayton, Ohio. So anything like that for us, man, obviously Cincinnati basketball has a tradition with playing against Dayton. We'll take that game too. You know, the Friars were supposed to get the championship region. 
you know, if the tournament was going to be ran on this regular format. So getting an opportunity to play against those guys maybe at this one neutral site that they're talking about having the tournament, that would be great for Ohio. And that would be great going forward for uh, both programs. Yeah, this is this is exciting. I love hearing that there's there's a lot of guys who are still considering this. You know, I'd love to see the Jaron Cumberlands, the Trey Scotts of the world consider playing on this team, having just graduated from the university. Um, it's exciting, Mel. I'm really don't tease me, I'm, don't tease me like that, Cooper. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, man, know, I would love to see Trey Scott already. I would love right, to see right, Trey right, Scott right. back on the court already. <laughs> and we put that out to Trey, but Trey Trey just signed um, with his agency. And, um, you know, put the blurb out to us on Instagram that, you know, he's going to pursue, you know, those uh, professional opportunities. And, again, I, you know, we wish Trey the best. You know, that grad, that grad graduation uh, opportunity, you know, um, for us to have him on the team, you know, would have been huge, you know, because that has said a lot about our, our draw and the fact that, you know, guys are leaving school and, and wanting this opportunity to play. I think Dayton – uh, signed two of their uh, seniors that just graduated from their team. Um, so it would have been huge for us. We still got one more out there, though. We're waiting to hear from uh, Javon Cumberland, who just got with, uh, I think it's Go Empire. Nice. Uh, we're waiting to hear back from those guys as far as his availability uh, to join us. Um, but, you know, again, man, um, we're, we got the pedal to the metal, um, and we're, we're trying to do what we need to do to put the best team out there, to put our best foot forward you know, and, and to make sure we got a great opportunity to make it into this thing. Well, so, what I'm loving about these names too is, you know, UC basketball's recent history is really kind of split up into two eras in a lot of fans' minds. You have the Huggins era, oh, yeah. which is filled yeah. with absolute legends and greats. But then now we're talking about the Cronin era and, you know, we're talking about the legends and the greats from the Cronin era who sometimes I think do get a little overlooked because, you know, not to, not to flatter you too much, but you guys were – you guys were great. <laughs> you know, Huggins yeah, brought his final yeah, fours. Man. You guys had, the, you know, one of the greatest teams in, in the history, the greatest game, you know, going back to that, that great Alaskan shootout. You know, but Justin, Jennifer, Octavius L., and Deion Dixon, Kane Broom. I mean, absolute legends of the Cronin era. Uh, you know, you get me Justin Jackson in there, and, and now, now I'm, I'm getting even, even more hyped because, as Coomer knows, my favorite Scott uh, – my favorite Scott. Yes, my favorite Scott, Trey Scott. <laughs> You know, I think I think those two are spitting images of each other in terms of their motor and their hustle. And it's great to see that that we're pulling from from all sides of the of the ranks, you know, whether it was Cronin or Huggins. Everywhere, man. It's, it's, it's about, again, it's about the meshing of the generations. It's about, again, bringing all the guys together. And again, if we could have everybody possibly play for my generation, then, you know, that'd be great. But that's not feasible, man. Um, some guys don't have the legs like the copter still, you know what I mean? You know, so, um, and, and some are a little bit more out of shape going different ways and all that. I love my teammates, uh, but they know I'm keeping it 1000 right now. We can't fill our team with guys just from my era. It has to be new blood. It has to be newer generation of individuals. It has to be a, a mixture of guys that's really coming together to make this thing work the right way. And for it to be competitive, it has to be that way. Uh, so again, we're, we're digging from all fronts. We're we're taking people from all generations, and we're giving them a shot, you know, at this opportunity. Because I know uh, they would they would love to play with guys as a fantasy. You know, this is fantasy matchup basketball here. You know, this is an opportunity to see your you know one of your favorite point guards play with possibly one of your favorite dunkers, uh, one of your favorite big guys. 
you know, play with one of your other favorite big guys. So, you know, again, this is this is providing that opportunity, man, for you to see some some really good Bearcat basketball uh, come back to life. Yeah, I got to be honest. The names through let's just talk about the Cronin era that I guess the players that you have at your disposal, you have enough talent out there from Bearcat Nation to win this tournament. It's really a matter of getting the guys to commit, getting them bought in. It feels like you have that you need that one big fish, the Sean Kilpatrick, the Lance Stevenson, just that that tier one echelon of player to commit. And you would think Kenyon sponsoring the team might do this, but get that guy bought in, the rest of the pieces come into place at that point. But look, I'm gonna put one up one of these questions out there. I'm gonna do it for the quad squad. Have you talked have you talked to Quadri more yet? Quadri more. No, I haven't. I haven't talked to Quadri more. All right. No. Is, is that a call I should be making? No. Think so? <laughs> I don't know. This guy says, that. I don't know. How are you going to say? How are you going to say? We're keeping it 100. We're keeping it 1,000 here. We're keeping it 1,000. We had, uh, we had a, a fan on a couple weeks ago, Neil Slayton, and he told us about this phenomenon of Quadri Moore having a fan group on Facebook. Uh, I mean, if you, if you, you know, I'm not, you can't say bad, about anything bad about anybody, but you know, he, he wasn't that great on the court. He transferred, you know, he just, he, right. it, I'm just going to leave it at that. You know, bad joke, bad joke. Great Look, <laughs> I, but, but in reality, like I'm, I'm thinking Shaq Thomas, I know he's still been playing internationally. Kyle Washington. Those are, those are, uh, those are Drew, Drew Lee guys. Um, yeah. yeah. Back in those guys, you know, again, going back to, like I said, going back to 18, man, you, this thing was was loaded, man. Our our talent pool, if if we'd have got half the guys on this group that we went after, man, other guys would have been shut out. Uh, to be totally honest, so I'm happy with how it did come together in 18, with the guys that we did have. You know, Rashad Bishop, Vaughn, you know, um, just name a couple. Gates, Barry, those guys did a really good job for us, man. Cashmere, those guys did a really good job of of of, of building this thing. All right, now. As we go forward, we want to try to take it over the hump. We want to try to take it over the hump. But again, like you said, with some of those bigger name guys, you know, to come out and, and, and get involved in this situation, you know, and, and as you said, a guy like Kenya may send it over the top. Uh, it may not send it over the top. But that's what the beauty of recruiting and the beauty of this tournament is about. Because now with the big three not having their tournament, we're going after a couple big three guys. Right. Jamar, so, come on, buddy. Come on, Jamar. You know, if, 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 if there's a couple big three guys out there that even that didn't go to our university, man, this is what I'm saying. I am I am I am serious about what we're doing. I love Bearcat basketball, and I want as many Bearcats on this team. And it goes out to all Bearcats first. But if there's a guy that played for another university that can give me some buckets, some boards, <laughs> some energy, some excitement some passion for Bearcat Jam, then he's going to get a uniform. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, man, that's what, that's what again, you have to, again, take in consideration. That's, look at Tampa, Team Tampa. Look at Tampa 20. Tampa 20 is loaded with nothing but Auburn and Louisville basketball players. Right? So, Auburn and Louisville, you know, there's not like some historic rivalry. Right, right. There, there's no – how did that connection even come about? I know. I, but, that connection – 
Let me pre- can we, let me press, let me can press we get a Xavier Great to wear a Bearcat? No, uniform? that's what I'm saying. We, we, I see you got we, a Xavier we, player on your team I'm here, down. Jeff Robinson. We, we, yo, we had one in 18, Mr. Jeff Rob. All right, Jeff Rob did a great job for us. And you know what? I think Jeff's returning to the team in 18, man. Um, you know, six eight, six nine. You can't buy that size, buddy. Yeah, you can't buy that production. And again, and, I'm about stirring and mixing the pot, man. That's what the TBT you. wants for. That's, it's a great, it's a great storyline for two. Come on, man! You guys are going to have fun with this. Coomer, Coomer, Coomer! You're getting fun. to see, you're getting to see a Xavier player do probably the one thing they never thought they would do, which is throw in a Bearcat uniform. Exactly. I saw John Williams wear an Ohio State uniform last year as a Bearcat. I thought I would never see a Bearcat person wear anything from Ohio State. When I saw that, I knew anything was possible, man. I knew anything could happen. I know any bridge can be gapped business-wise for one cause. So if Jeff's on board with this Bearcat Jam calls, then, hey, I'm all for it, man. Can we just haze him? Can he join the team and you, like, make him carry the water? You make him bring, you know, he's got he's to collect the equipment at the end of the game. Like, can we just haze him? Is that what we can do to Jeff, Jeff Rob? Yes, sir. Jeff's a good guy. Jeff, Jeff's, a, Jeff's, one of, Jeff's one of Eric Hicks' boys. Uh, shout out to Eric Hicks. Sorry, Eric. All right. Jeff, Jeff's one of Eric Hicks' boys. Yeah, I don't know you want to mess with them. But Jeff, Jeff and those guys, they're over at um, uh, the Kentucky Enforcers basketball, ABA squad in Kentucky. Um, they played this season this year. You know, they do a really good job with their minor league basketball. Uh, Jeff plays at a really high level, man. Um, he's an athletic, skillful dude that I think can bring some different uh, skill sets to our team. Again, it's about matchups. It's about lineups. He's long and he's quick. So when we go fast, hopefully, you know, we can get him out there, you know, to create some block shots, some steals or something like that. But again, everybody, again, man, it's on the table for everyone. Right. So all Bearcats out there, if you're listening again, you know, the big namers, if that's what you want to, you know, categorize those guys as again, at the upper echelons, however you want to call them, all Bearcats, where you at? This is an all call right now. Where are we at with Kyle Washington? Where are we at with with Kay Washington? This is an all-call to Bearcats. All-call. Call. I'm not going to give you my phone number live, but call. All right? You know how to get a hold of me through somebody else. All-call to Bearcats. So Okay, now back to you. Real quick. Yeah, yes. back to us. But I, w- I want to point something out, Mevin. You know, a lot of coaches at the college level thrive on the recruiting, on the recruiting side of things because of uh, bag dropping. Obviously, there's no guaranteed money in the basketball tournament unless you win the win the tournament. So, right. do we need to talk about bag dropping? Do we need to talk about financing this operation so we can actually incentivize some teams, increase the odds of winning, and then uh, you take home some uh, some extra coin at the end of the tournament? My point is, recruiting is easier at the college level because there's other ways to incentivize folks to get aboard. Right. Hey, hey however you want to do that, man. What, what, what did you have in mind? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you've some, got yeah. some you've got some lucrative sponsors already involved at the team. You know, I don't know if uh, I, I, I just I'm just curious. You know, do you incentivize? Can we, Adi- can we get Adidas to kick in some gear for the team? You know, can we get some Adidas or Adidas Under Armour anymore? We're oh, Under Armour. Man. Oh. <laughs> there I go. That they just they it's just out. said no. They just said well, absolutely let's no. Go, let's go to where it matters anyway. I, let's go out to let's go out west. Let's go talk to the guys at Nike. Let's get Jordan Brand back where they belong on a Bearcat jersey sponsoring the Bearcat Jam. 
That would be exciting, man. And obviously you mentioned something great here, man, um, as far as that go. Um, you know, the city. Uh, this is a great city, obviously, man, that we live in. A great sports city. They're avid fans of, of everything that goes on here, you know, sports-wise. And you bring up an amazing point there as far as, you know, getting some backing and getting people to get behind us. You know, other teams in this TBT tournament, that's what they're able to establish and that's what they've able to do. That's why you only see them across the timeline. If you're viewing our timeline, you're going to see a lot of Ohio State. You're going to see a lot of Team ALS. You're going to see uh, a lot of, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Midway, Big, Big X, uh, just to name a couple teams. But those, even overseas elite going back several years, those teams been able to have a support and a backing uh, for their situation, and that's what made them more um, visible, so to speak. So if there's somebody here in, in, you know, in the city of Cincinnati that would love to have this opportunity to help us out, you know, we, we would love that. Uh, we would welcome that, obviously. Uh, something like that would be a big shot in the arm, you know, to Bearcat Jam and to what we're doing and add some more credibility to what's going on. Um, so, again, you know, if there's someone out there that, that would love to that opportunity to help us that way, you know, we wouldn't – we would welcome that, you know. And in, in return, uh, there is a sponsorship package that sponsors can be a part of that, you know, they will get their incentives – uh, from us as well as the tournament for being a part of what's going on. So I think that's something, again, uh, maybe some businesses, sports entities, you know, sporting good companies uh, here, possibly even travel, um, maybe, you know, could, could uh, obviously look into. That's an interesting idea. I'm also curious, and this is from a GM standpoint, are you able to incentivize a guy to join? Like, let's take Lance Stevenson, for example, right? A guy who's been in the NBA recently, dominating at a whole other level in China. Could you go to Lance Stevenson and say, look, join the team. We're not talking even split here. We win this prize. You're getting a 33% share. Oh, yes, Can man. Yes, man. Yes. Without a doubt. Um, my whole idea, you know, coming into this thing was to put all guys starting at 100,000 to at least 150. And then – depending on your, your level of playing where you were or where you are, it went up. And obviously, in addition, like Kenyon Martin, you know, as a coach, his, you know, went up because, you know, he's obviously got, you know, the pedigree and the, he's bringing such a, a, a allure, you know, to this situation. So, yeah, guys like Sean Kilpatrick, guys like Lance Stevenson, man, you know, we win this tournament. They'll be paid very, very, very well. <laughs> no, think, you know what I'm saying? I think they will be the top. Yeah, I think you got to basically say, the like, top here. the top level of player, just like the talent yeah. cap in the NBA. That makes, You're going to yeah, get that a like a franchise sense. player. I think it has to be said. Um, Man, that, that makes a lot of sense. Makes total sense. Uh, and again, that's that's what we, we've done. And hopefully, guys, um, with that incentive, you know, again, obviously, you got to win it. But, you know, if you do win it, you know, here's what you can receive. Now, you know, digging into, you know, some of the things that have changed about the basketball tournament, which I think is going to affect a lot of people across the board, man. All right. It's going to affect a lot of teams. All right. First and foremost, there's only 24 teams that's going to make this tournament this year. Right. All right. It was 64. Big difference. So there's going to be 40 teams. Good teams. You're going to see super teams. 
super teams with great rosters not make this tournament. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, again, that's why the support of this group is important. You have to go vote. You got to get on socially. You got to tag and everything. Yep. You got to put your name out there. You got to put your face out there. Um, with that being said, um, the seven to ten day um, event, pretty much, you know, things are going to be ran through that course of time. Our guy is going to be able to commit for ten days. You know what I mean? Right. Inside the quarantine with no one else. Right. You cannot involve yourself with another group. You cannot leave the team that you're with. Can't go call mama. Can't go FaceTime, you know, your baby mama right. or or wifey. Right. You gotta stay where you gotta stay, man. Right. And that's again, it creates a situation where, you know, you need guys that are committed really to the situation and to the to that cause. So again, with that, that may change the course of for a lot of people. Um well, let me let me let me ask you this real quick. You know, as we're as the roster is getting finalized, where you're getting the commitments, you're getting the yeses. Uh, before the tournament starts, I think this would be a good idea. Is it if we could do another Zoom call with all the to get all the team together? Yep. And, and let's have a Zoom party with 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 the with the Bearcat Jam team. And let's let's but in this time we'll we'll have it set up where we're we're live. We'll be broadcasting on YouTube. We'll get Facebook Live involved. You know, we'll nice. we'll set out links and we'll get we'll get people to to keep sharing his links and we'll we'll build this up at you know some media hype behind it. But we'll have everybody Ooh. on. And then we'll let that'd, fans that'd ask great, questions man. to the team as well. That'd be great, because Dan Frill, uh, who's running the TBT, that's the last commitment as far as the criteria to make this tournament. There's going to be a Zoom call for all players. Three players show up, you're not going to the tournament. You know what I mean? So they want to know the commitment. They want to see the commitment. And that's their proof that there is going to be a commitment from all 12 guys by making that Zoom call. So I think that would be a great idea. It would be a great prelude to possibly that situation for us. You know, we can possibly have a little bit of fun with it and, you know, have some giveaways, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but as you said, bring in some more people, man, to the situation and, and, and get them a little bit more excited about it. Um, the one location, you know, there were going to be eight regions. Now it's only down to one place. Any rumors on where right. that's going to be? Have they told you? Uh, uh, it just right now they're still in play. I just saw some things on ESPN today, uh, which, again, this lets you know, man, how serious this tournament is. You know, ESPN is talking about this stuff. Uh, but I saw some things on ESPN today about they're researching several small campuses um, where they can house all 24 teams, you know, at one time. And, you know, again, that may pose a problem, you know what I'm saying, to some people for some teams. Um, guys may not, again, may all be able to travel as one entity to one place because they want you not flying. They don't want you taking flights individually. They want you to meet with your team so you can be tested before you leave and then take off from there as a team and drive to the event. There you will be tested again, you know, before entering, so to speak, your quad. All right. There are going to be four tests in total, you know, before we actually even get a chance to play basketball. 
any positive test from anybody, the whole team is disqualified. So you're gonna, we're going to be getting tested by our state officials here um, in our respective cities. I think it's by Quest uh, Diagnostics or something like that, Health Alliance maybe. But um, we're going to get tested by our locals, uh, medical people here in our cities. Each player will before they leave. Then once we all get together as well, and then during the quarantine, they'll be tested. Then there's one last test before actually entering the island, so to speak. It's kind of like the big brother thing. You know what I mean? The way they were describing it to us. I'm now able to talk about it. I've had this information about three weeks now. Yeah. And I know you guys have been wanting to talk, but I didn't, didn't know what I was at liberty to share, what I was at liberty to put out there per the TBT. So I was waiting for the TBT to start releasing some of their things before I actually start talking about it. So per the conference call today, you know, Dan Frill gave us the go-ahead to start discussing this stuff, you know, with our players because it's ultimately important, man, to be 100% transparent, you know, in this situation. You know, um, again, some guys may not be able to handle the whole quarantine thing. You know, it's going to be a lot that goes into this with these guidelines. These guidelines are serious. Um, so we're, we're going to try to make sure, you know, we put forth our best effort to make sure our guys are safe and we get inside this tournament. Well, every good basketball team needs a victory cigar. And <laughs> I think it's only right that Hummer and I are your victory cigars. So once you guys actually do qualify for the tournament, once we get in, please put us at the end of the bench. When you're up by 30 or, or down by 30, throw us in the game. <laughs> <laughs> smoke a stogie let us be your stogie <laughs> oh mel we lost your audio where are you <laughs> we lost your audio mel come back real quick before you guys get out of here man um there's going to be eight teams uh i'm sorry 24 teams but um, top eight teams get a bye. Um, again, it's a single elimination tournament that's going to take place over 10 days. All right. Um, 10 day span. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it says here 12 players, no exception. So we either can fill our, play, our roster up with either 12 players, which as we don't have all 12, or we can go two personnel, 10, 10 players. Now, Kenyon obviously is going to coach this team. You know, I was obviously going to general manage it. Um, but in order for this to get going, man, we'll take guys off the roster, man, so guys can get on it. You know what I mean? So guys can really get in here, man, and we can have an opportunity to win this thing the way we're supposed to. Um, I think, again, it's a good opportunity to play some hoops. TBT will be playing. Um, it's going to be exciting. I think fans are have been itching again for something uh, this whole summer. Oh, yeah. this, this tournament will provide that um, as well. Um, but then at the end of the day, man, um, pretty much no nobody, again, when, when it comes to this this whole quarantine thing, there, there's no exception to the rule. You know, everyone has to, you know, go and follow these guidelines, man, on, on all teams. So, again, it's a serious situation that, you know, um, that the tournament is, you know, obviously following the strict guidelines. So we want to make sure, again, we get all the information out there to you guys. We get all the information out there to players. Um, well, we're, and, 
we're going to link people to the page. We're going to show you exactly where to go to support the team. Register as a fan. It does a, It goes a, a huge way in showing TBT that this team is serious, that they need to be in the basketball tournament and competing. I, before we go, I know you've got to run. You've been incredibly generous with, generous with your time. I'm excited for what this, the prospects of this team is. And so I want to just kind of roll off my, my dream scenario here. Throw, just, I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm putting it into the universe so that these guys know they need to be on the, on the Bearcat Jam team. Obviously, we've got, we've got uh, Kane Broom, Justin Jennifer. They're committed. They're running the point guard for us. But we do need some size in our backcourt. Troy Copain, we need you on the team. In our front court, we've got Coriante DeBerry holding it down. Obviously, he's doing a ton from a physical standpoint, but also the intangibles. Incredibly important. Next to him, Octavius Ellis, Yancey Gates, and then I'm throwing it out, uh, Kyle Washington. we got to get you on that roster as well. And uh, we're, we're, we're going after Kyle. We went after, we're going after Kyle before. Um, we're going after Kyle again. We're going we're gonna to actually maybe put a harder push in. But, you know, we got a couple of local free agents, man, um, that we're going to play on this team too. Right. Um, one, one big fella. We have uh, Roselle Nix. Okay. Uh, Roselle, Roselle is 6'11". All right, Roselle is a, is a mammoth beast, okay? I locally went to Withrow High School. Okay. All right, went to the University of Pittsburgh. All right, and now it has the opportunity. He's been playing overseas the last several years. But Roselle Nix uh, is his name. Um, you guys can look him up. So he's uh, going to go down as, on the defensive end then, uh, too, if he went to Pittsburgh. He's, 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 a, he's a big, big, big human being. You know, so, again, there's, there's beef and muscle on the inside for this basketball team. Uh, we have another free agent um, signing, possibly Robbie Smythe, who also played for the uh, Kentucky Enforcers. Wing guy, high flyer. If you thought Levick, if you thought Levick could hop, you ought to enjoy Robbie. All right, because Robbie's, Robbie's a Melvin Levick product, actually. Right. Robbie was actually playing AAU basketball for me in 2005. How about that? Wow. Wow. How about that? You know what I mean? And that's, and that's special to me because of that right there. That, that relationship alone, that's, that's a special opportunity that I wanted to give a kid who has, again, did nothing but grow and mature over the years and show that he was hungry for an opportunity. And with getting with the Kentucky Enforcers, man, he's, he's been electrifying. And we're looking for him to be electrifying for us. So with, with those Two guys as a free agents, man. We got a couple of returns. There's going to be six to seven open spots, man, for some guys to really get some – if they want – if they're hungry. All right? If they yep. want this opportunity, man, they need to really, really contact us because the roster's filling up. And, again, as I said, Octavius pushed the button earlier, and I think several more buttons are going to be pushed before the night's over with. I love it. I may have something for you guys. I may have something for you tomorrow. All right. You know what I mean? As far as, you know, texting you or something like that because I'm going to be up. I'm going to be working these uh, handles the rest of the evening. Yeah. Th- um, well, I'll tell you what. Got some grades to put in, though. I got some grades to finish out. Yeah, you, so, go back to grading. I'll tell you what. The next time you've got an announcement, if you have an announcement tomorrow, we won't do this formal Zoom call. You just shoot us a text. We'll hop on Instagram Live with you. We'll talk about who's being added. We'll break down their game, and we'll get people excited about what it's going to do for Bearcat Jam. We could, we could, let's we're, do that. We're going to do one more. We're going to do one more all call, all right, uh, maybe in a week. You know, we'll get on here. Like I said, I'll have some giveaways for some people. Whoever chimes in, 
you know, to your podcast or anything like that, whoever calls in with the question, however you want to devise it, which is one more all call because uh, in seven to ten days, they're going to start selecting teams. Right. Bearcat Nation. Bearcat Nation. Bearcats everywhere. We got seven to ten days to get online and push. All right. We got seven to ten days to get out and support and make this happen for team selection here coming up. Bearcat Jam can be your cure so far for the summertime blues. All right. And if you want that cure, join us and our efforts of joining the basketball tournament 2020. All right. And a celebration of just great tradition of basketball and a celebration of us. I love it. Everyone, you heard you heard Melvin, you heard the helicopter. Get online. We'll send the link out. We'll put it in the show notes. Uh, support this team. Support the Bearcats. We need basketball. We need sports. And this is a this is a heck of a cause to get behind. So let's get behind some of our favorite players from the last couple of decades, and uh, cheer Bearcat Jam to victory. Let's get you guys there. And these former, and these former players, I'm telling you, you do not want to see Coomer and I as the victory cigars. It will not be pretty. Sign no, up. We, fill up these roster spots. I think we do really <laughs> want to see that. Well, yeah, you don't, well, you probably don't want to see uh, us, you know, you don't want to be kicking yourself in the end, too, when, you know, we're possibly, you know, in that, that semifinal or that final round. That's right. You're going, man, I had an opportunity. He's been contacting me for two years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Actually, no, this is my third year. Yeah. All right? I've been contacting the guys for three years. So don't, don't be left out. Don't be on the outside looking in. But in all honesty, man, all – uh, all seriousness, Melvin loves this opportunity. Melvin loves the university. You know, Melvin loves what, what's going on right now. And, again, I'm just trying to put forth an opportunity for guys to enjoy enjoy playing basketball again with one another. So, again, Bearcats, I uh, hope you enjoy it. If there's something that you didn't know about, now you know. Um, if you didn't know we existed, now you know we existed. We exist. All right. So, again, let's get on and support us. Let's get out here. I want to see some handling out there socially. Them Jim Carrey fingers. Get them Jim Carrey fingers going. You know what I mean? Show me some of that out there. All right? I love it. Thanks, Beautiful. Mel. Appreciate it. Thank Everybody you. Uh, support the Bearcat Jam team. Mel, thank you very much for joining the Cincy Slang and Bearcat Basketball Podcast. Appreciate slanging them things with you, baby. Slanging them. <laughs>